Welcome back to Hug Your People. This is Kevin, episode 21, getting back to normal, at least as normal as you can be. And I think one of the things that we really want to talk about in this episode is that normal does not mean perfect. So welcome back to Hug Your People. Normalcy. Oh, man. It's been a crazy year for us so far, but today, actually it was yesterday, I think. Yeah, it was yesterday. We had our first uh, somewhat normal day since March. When I say normal day, my wife and I both went to work, um, and my son did his thing during the day, and I was able to cook dinner, and my wife came home, and um, and we just looked at each other, and we were like, wow, this is the first day that we've had normal since March. Um, our normal days before were she would go to work, I would go to work, my son would go to school, and I would um, drop my son off at school. She would normally pick him up, and when they got home, I had dinner pretty much on the way um, so that we could, you know, go play outside or do some do some things like that. And yesterday was just the first day where we got a taste of that, and it was really nice. Um, but it didn't come without a cost, obviously. <laughs> and, um, you know, being in Florida all summer, being in the hospital all of April, and um, doing treatments and things like that, it really, you start to question what normal is. And I say all the time, you know, we're creating a new normal when we first got diagnosed. And that's very true. A lot of people took offense to that and they said, no, you're not. And I was like, we have to, like, we, there's no choice. And I think we, you know, normal and perfect, normal is easy and perfect is sort of the dream goal, I, I believe. And, and I don't even know that you strive for perfect. You know, we certainly don't, but we get bored with normal until it, it's unattainable until we can't have it anymore. And then we hunger for it um, because it's easy and it's, it's predictable. And I think that's kind of what we were craving and that we got yesterday. And yesterday when my wife walked in, it was like, we didn't even say anything. We just looked at each other and we just felt normal. Um, and it felt really good. So how did, how do we create that? Well, a lot of things have happened. One, Baxley's health is uh, really, He's doing great and he's in a good spirit. He's in good moods. The chemo is, seems to be working. The radiation seems to be working. Um, everything seems to be trending in a positive, positive way. So that's how we're able to have a day like yesterday, first and foremost. And then we kind of leverage some people in our life to kind of help us out. And one of the things that has happened is at Backley's Old School, um, the very first, and I'm going to say teacher because really that's what she is, but um, when they first met, Baxley was six months old, and we dropped him off at daycare the first day when he was six months old so my wife and I could go to work, and Miss Tracy was the first person we met. And um, she has known Baxley from six months old to now and worked at the school and been a part of his life. Well, recently it turns out she um, decided not to to pursue another career and, and go out on her own and do her own thing. And when she heard about Baxley, we kind of reconnected and she, she had sent some prayers and some love and um, my wife and her had reconnected and I don't know exactly how it came about, but it turns out that we were able to hire her to come to our house three days a week and work with Baxley and uh, work on letters, numbers, words, uh, puzzles, you know, do all, all the normal stuff you would do at a school for a four-year-old. And, what a blessing that was, you know, and it, it's the kind of thing where we looked at it. It allowed my wife to go back into her work, uh, go back into the office, 
Um, and even though it's an expense for us, it's one that we are happy to accept because it does everybody in the equation some good. Uh, it certainly does Baxley some good to be around someone else other than his mom and dad. Um, it does him some good to be around someone who is trained at uh, curriculum for his age group and can do the crafts and the, the things that, you know, we of course can do that, but it's, it's really hard when you're supposed to be at work and you're trying to work from home and you have to do that. That's really difficult. And so it was really, it, it does good for Baxley. It does good for her. She's generating income again. It does great for us. My wife can go back to work. I can now focus on my work and actually grow my business a little bit. Um, in fact, that's what I've done is I've, I was able to add about half a day to my um, potential client roster, which is, that's significant in my business. And so when you look at what normal means, it's like, you know, before we were both working five days a week, dropping off every day, doing, and it got to be monotonous and mundane. And one of the things that I'm very aware of now going back into that or hoping to go back into that is that I'll find some way to spice it up and make it exciting and appreciate it and not make it a grind and not make it feel like it's just another day. I'll make, try to make it even the, the, the days that are normal, even special, more special, you know, cause they just mean so much more. And, um, the side, the breath, the breath out that we had last night after having a normal day was just, um, it was so important for our family. Just so important. And, um, Miss Tracy came back today and, um, Tuesday is my busy day. I'm pretty much on, on calls all day long with clients, um, starting at nine in the morning and ending at about four. And she's the kind of person where I just don't worry. Um, I don't, I don't worry that Baxley's getting fed, doing, being, he's clean, he's being productive, he's uh, resting when he needs rest, he's being active when he needs to be active. I just don't worry. And what a blessing that is uh, to have someone in your life that you just, you can trust your child with and not worry. Because um, it's really, t it's a tough day and age to, to find that, much less to find someone who can be that for a, a child with cancer, you know, because his legs, because of where his tumor is, he can't walk very well. Some days he can't walk at all. And she's very sensitive to that and she knows and she's able to take him up and down the stairs and um, do puzzles and he, he, he's just really having a good time. And this is only the second day, but we can already see a change in all of our moods as far as how important getting back to normal is and him being around someone other than mom and dad and doing different things with a different input um, has just re-energized re him and my wife going back to work has re-energized her and me being able to grow my business a little bit and not only that but just maintain it where I don't have to do the admin part at, at midnight I can do the admin part on Monday morning instead um, it just it means the world to us and um we're far from done. Like we've still got a little less than a year of treatment left and some difficult, difficult decisions to make, but we're going to enjoy today. Yesterday was normal. Today was normal. Tomorrow will probably be normal too. And then Thursday we'll be back in treatment for chemo overnight. But, um, I think we just have to enjoy, enjoy normal. And when things aren't hectic or exciting, just, put perspective on it and you know we've just met so many families who um not like ourselves we're not included in this statement um but we've met so many families who just will never have normal again they just won't and and that's tough 
that's really tough um, to to process and digest and and then over time you create your own normal and I think we try to put a, a, a common equation on what normal means and what um, I, I think we even put a common equation on what success means and I think we put uh, you know universal standards around happiness and we have to start looking at it like normal to us is not normal to other people and happy to us is maybe happy to other people it may be sad to other people some people see my son and they get sad I see my son and I get happy um, I think that's natural I don't think it's any I don't think anyone's to blame for that but I do think that we have to look at our own lives a little deeper and we have to look at our our um, the simple things a little different we have to look at the crazy world that we live in and all the things that are demanded of us and all the decisions we have to make and all the uh, exterior noise that we have, we really have to look at the simple things and uh, decide to focus on, on that because once it's taken away, you crave it so much. You just crave it so much. I want nothing more than to be home and not have to go anywhere. I don't want the exciting life. The tra- I don't want to, I want to travel, but I don't want to, you know, have to travel, <laughs> you know, and, and so I think there's the flip side of the coin of being caught in a rut and being stuck and being, um, you know, just trying to get through the summer or trying to get through the winter, whatever the, the scenario is. I think it's all a matter of perspective. And I didn't have it because I was completely, um, you know, taking for granted the, the not taking for granted normally the drives to school. I was very intentional about singing with Max and playing with him and telling him to have a great day and asking him what he's going to do. Like I was very intentional about that, but I didn't appreciate it to the extent that it needed to be appreciated. And um, that's not a regret. That's an observation. And one of the things that I'll do moving forward is just have great appreciation in the small moments because, man, they, they can go away quick. They can go away very quick. And... We see it in a lot of parents that they just, they, they are defeated. They are defeated and they should be because the most important thing in their life is um, being taken away. I don't think we can look at our lives as we would trade them, no matter how no matter how life is panning out. You know, it's, it's your life, and you have to appreciate it. And if you're a parent, you've got a limited amount of time. You don't have forever. And the idea of I'll get to it next week, next week might not ever come. So what are you going to do about it today? 
You're going to call your kid, tell them you love them. You're going to take them to get ice cream. You're going to show up for the game instead of showing up for the meeting. You're going to sacrifice what they think success is for what you know happiness is. You don't have all the time in the world with your kids. But you better make the most of what you do have because the worst thing you can have is regret. And that's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is regretting time not spent with my son. And I can beat myself up if I let me, if I let it happen, looking back and saying I should have spent my time better before this, but I'm damn sure spending my time to the max right now, and I will for the rest of uh, my life and Baxley's, you know. I thought this podcast was about normal. It's not. It's about... It's about intention. It's about perspective. It's my intention to be happy. It's my intention to be loving. It's my intention to be a great dad. It's my intention to be a great husband. That's my normal. That's got to be normal. I don't deserve praise for that or a cookie or an award. Those are things that I should be. That's my normal. Actually, we'll have his own normal one day. He will. Right now, his normal is beating cancer. And, and no ouchies. He really, he's a big fan of no ouchies. <laughs> but take a minute. Take a minute. Think about where... We might be spending our time selfishly and we might not be preparing for the time we have with our kids. And when you think about it, you know, when your son, when you when my son was born, I really, I had 17 summers, probably not even that. You parents of teenagers will tell me, you know, you probably have 13 summers, maybe 12 before they want to stop hanging out with you and go do things with their friends. And two of my summers are spent fighting cancer. Part of me is mad, but part of me is incredibly grateful because I have to be intentional with my time and I have to be there and I will be there. You know? I think everybody has normal and everybody appreciates it in different ways. And you've got to decide how you're going to appreciate yours. I've decided how I'm going to appreciate mine and it doesn't make me right. It just makes me happy. That's all we can do. Thank you for joining me for episode 21 of Hug Your People. It's pretty heavy stuff. Um, but if you can learn something from it, I hope you will. Uh, I've certainly, I learned from my life every day and from Baxley every day and from just doing the work I do every day. And, I'm happy to share it. Maybe it helps someone. Maybe um, maybe it doesn't, but I hope it does. Um, we are four days away from the Million Mile with Alex's Lemonade Stand. We're so excited. Sunday, we start moving our body for these kids 
fighting cancer, but getting more funds for cancer research. Uh, if you'd like to donate, go to Alex's Lemonade Stand. Look for Bax Fight Team on there. Uh, you can donate, you can pledge, you can join our team. We're up to about $4,000 now of our $15,000 goal. We have the month of September to, to reach our goal. And um, I've committed to moving my body 200 miles, walk, bike, or run. 200 miles in the month of September, so um, that's going to be a challenge for me, but I'm going to do it. Um, without seeing what all these kids go through, I'm going to do it, and uh, I, I appreciate your support. We have hats that are in. We've, we're almost sold out, to be honest with you, um, of hats. Hug Your People hats. They're $25 donation, at least $25 donation. $10 for every hat goes to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota to support Rhabdomyosarcoma sarcoma research. That's the specific type of cancer that Baxley has. And we'll be doing another run of those with t-shirts uh, later this fall. So uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you for everyone who supported that. These hats were really just a way for us to spread our message of Hug Your People and to raise some money to uh, donate to Dr. Gargallo at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. That's it. Normal. Find yours. Appreciate it. This is Kevin. Hug Your People.